The Living Strong Podcast. The Living Strong What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Living Strong Podcast. My name is Kim Sellers, and we no doubt welcome you to the show. Of course, it's um, 2023. I don't know. It's so hard to believe that another year has gone by, and now we're into another year. And preferably, this will be a good one for all of us. Of course, this is a chance. For those that are living with multiple sclerosis or even an autoimmune disease, to kind of have some conversation. We talk about those that are living with them as those that have had a fight. Those that are what I like to call survivors. And of course, our guest this evening is no doubt a survivor. People always say, why don't you like the word patient? Real quick, funny story. Um, there was a young lady that was working for me who was a caregiver and just as sweet as pie. I loved her to pieces. And she came to work one day and she said, Hey, Kim, kind of funny, you know, my, um, my dude said to me, I thought that you weren't going to take care of any sick people anymore. She said, I did say that, but who's sick? And she said, he said, well, I thought you were taking care of Kim. She said, I am taking care of Kim, but ain't nothing wrong with her. She ain't sick. And in her mind, of course, in my mind as well, I'm not sick. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has a story. And of course, I know that our guest this evening completely understands about having an MS story. Hello, Tracy. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having um, me. Oh, I'm so glad to have you, Trace. So talk to me. I mean, you know, when you, I, I feel like there was never a time that we met. I feel like we've always known each other. That's crazy as that sounds. I really do. But let's go back, Trace. Tell me a little bit about Tracy. Uh, Tracy Bonner. Uh, yes, my name is Tracy Bonner. And uh, just to touch on what you said, uh, we probably, it probably does seem like that because you were a very good friend of my cousin, Dr. Antoine Hudson. And he talked about you a lot. So that's probably where the connection, why it feels so, like we're so close. So tell me about Tracy Bonham growing up. Where exactly are you from? What part of Cleveland? I come from a family of five with my mom's side. And my dad has a couple other kids and everything. We're not exactly sure how many he has, but he had a lot of children. <laughs> So I'm the middle child of two older and two younger. Um, and we're all, uh, ironically, four, four to six years apart. And did you play any sports, anything? What did Tracy do to kind of keep herself busy? In high school, I did do a, a few. I, my main thing I like to do was dance. I was that care move growing up. Um, fairly early, we lived on a... Of 79th and Woodland when I was really young, and then we moved over to um, the Glenville area. 
after that. Um, I moved over there when I was about um, third grade and moved, uh, lived there until I moved out when I was in high school. Good, and now you are married, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I've been married for 30 blissful years. I have a husband. <laughs> 30 years, been married together 35 years. Um, and I have two children, um, 28 and 27 years old. Um, one's in Atlanta and one in North Carolina. I'm very proud of them. And so let's talk about you waking up and knowing that there was something different going on in your body. Talk to me a little bit about the first time that you realized that something was different. Okay, so my story is a little bit different in uh, getting diagnosed, diagnosed and everything. So I was um, always have been very um, active and like to um, work out. I was really into yoga a lot and uh, actually like to go um, walking in the park and everything. And I actually, how I got diagnosed is a very different story because I actually went um, to get blood at my primary care physician who I've been going to about 30 years as well, Dr. Terrence Isikoff. And I was just going to the nursing station to get blood and um, he goes, uh, Tracy, walk up and down the hall for me. And I was like, oh, okay. So I walked up and down the hall and then he comes to me and said, um, I want to um, send you to a friend of mine to rule out MS. And I kind of looked at him like, are you kidding me? I said a couple curse words because we have that type of rapport and I'm like I right, just came right. to get blood and right <laughs> and so um, I, when I went home I told my husband you know um, what our our doctor had said and we both was like oh well, he must something he must be crazy basically well um, that was on a Wednesday and because my doctor does know me so well he had his nurse call me and the nurse said, well, you have an appointment with the, uh, to have an MRI that following Monday because he knows that I really don't like to go to the doctor not often. And I went to have the MRI at, his, at their assistance and I had the following appointment with um, his friend, Dr. Mars, that Wednesday. And that following week is when Dr. Mars called me into the office to make sure I had my husband with me, which that was kind of alarming, of course. Um, and then he told me that, um, yeah, good news and bad news. The good news is that um, you're going to beat it. The bad news is that you have it left. And I was like, what? So um, my doctor was able to, um, my primary care doctor, Isikoff, was able to deduce that I had it because of my gait was off. Um, but I just thought I was clumsy all the time and everything, so. Right, right. So many, so many of us do, I mean, we started to kind of blame it on, so I'm just getting old, you know, my body doesn't do right. what it used to do. That's exactly. But so, <laughs> so when you heard the words multiple sclerosis, you know, what was that like? What, what were you feeling? Um, I had, a, I honestly, um, because, um, 
I did do a little bit of research before I went to his office, so I was, I honestly, I was a little scared I would tell anybody. The worst thing to do is to go on the internet and read some stories, because um, it's always the worst case scenario. So when he told me, I was upset and I was crying in the office and everything. Um, but, you know, it, I, I really had a hard time with it, I'm not going to lie. Um, because uh, the first couple of months and everything, um, how I ended up meeting you is we have a mutual friend who actually brought, knew that, you know, she felt that I was not myself and everything. Then she did tell her what was going on and she just came over and was like, put some clothes on, we're going to go over to a friend of mine's house and um, I came down dressed and she was like, that's not how you normally dress, go put something else on. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love it. Yeah. So uh, we. You, you gotta know Tracy to understand that there, the flyest girl you'll ever meet. I promise you, <laughs> the flyest. Oh, so go ahead, Tracy. Go ahead. Yeah. So actually brought your home, and it was just for the moment thing. I mean, and answered a lot of questions that I had, and and actually quelled up my fears and stuff. And the main thing you like to make sure if you don't use it, you're going to lose it, you know? That's that. It. that is it. That is it. So talk to me a little bit about from the time that you were diagnosed until today. What has changed? So a lot has changed for me um, in um, in my mobility um i'm used to being a lot more active and i'm used to like i, I love to dance um i was like the, one of the line dance queens as you call them so the line dance come on i used to like to run there but the main thing is my my date has gotten worse um uh i have um sitting on my left side um I weakness on my left side as well um, but I am grateful that I am still able to get around um, I use a walker and a cane the majority of the time when I'm out and about um, so um, that's been one of the biggest changes in in, in my um, physicality um well, I mean, the alternative for me, what keeps me going is just um, because I still, I did everything that I was supposed to do as far as with my children and everything. So I, you know, of course, I thought it was my time. And I just still want to keep going because it is my time. And the alternative is to sit back and not do anything and just um, get worse and just not live your life. You know, I don't... I mean, that's not in my DNA, honestly. Um, and a lot of a lot of things that really keep me going is just I just do enjoy life, so I'm gonna enjoy it. It may take me a little bit longer to do things, but I'm still gonna enjoy doing things that I enjoy doing. That's why I keep going. You know, a lot of times people ask me the same thing. Then you're right. The alternative is just to simply sit and do nothing. Right. And then run the risk of getting worse. Right. And not being able to move or enjoy life. So I always encourage people, keep moving. 
Yeah. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yeah. Talk to me about the special person in your life. Oh, my husband, Clarence, he's um, one of the nicest men you've ever seen. He, I don't, I don't know anybody that doesn't like my husband. I'll be honest. Um, he's a, a very good guy, um, and he's been very supportive um, with this whole everything situation. Everything he's been supportive. I can't say enough, you know. But he's a very good person, and I'm very grateful and lucky that he is in my life because I do know that with this disease there are a lot of times that the spouse cannot handle it and um, um, he's not he hasn't shown to be that person right right so tell me this who is it that you feel like that you can go to in a time of need someone that will understand you and what advice would you give to someone that's newly diagnosed and how to deal with MS? The main thing that I would um, tell someone is to be your own advocate. That's the first and the most thing I would is because um, I, there is no cure and everyone is different. So you have to kind of go and do a lot of research on your own, which is, which I'm fine with doing that because I am one of those people that don't always believe what someone tells me. So, <laughs> but you definitely have to be your own advocate because uh, people that don't have MS, they don't know, even sometimes your doctors and stuff, they don't know the little intricacies of the way you have to move or the way you have to where you're feeling or different things like that. So um, I have, a, you know, I do a lot of little things um, so that I can stay mobile and so that I can do the things that I enjoy. Um, but you definitely have to be your own advocate, do your own research as far as getting around and stuff. Um, you have to make up ways that be that will help you in order to get around, put clothes on, uh, put clothes on, excuse me, or down the bed. Because like I say, everyone, what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. So it's not a one, one trick for everyone. What would the younger Tracy Bonner tell the more mature Bonner today? That's a good question. Oh, uh, the younger Tracy would tell the older Tracy, just don't stress about a lot of stuff that you worried about before. That's the biggest thing because stress is one of the biggest um, facts of one of the biggest um, symptoms of MS. And um, I think that had I not honestly um been diagnosed, I probably would have, um, you know, gotten sick some other way from worrying about stress. So what happens, happens, and to just be grateful. Um, and the main thing, too, is that just be patient and, and, and know that you are persistent, you know? More likely that we are to accept the fact that we are going through some type of stress throughout the day throughout the week, throughout the month. 
So, because I'll, I'll be honest, I was one of those to say, stress, huh, that's so corny. Stress doesn't bother me. And then I realized, wow, stress can get us all. It can indeed. So I want to remind folks that if they can, check out the Kim Sellers Foundation website. We've got lots of information about some of the symptoms, some of the treatments. We'll even have uh, many of the podcasts that you can just log into right off of the website. And of course, don't forget if you'd like to leave us. I know we'd be happy to hear from you as well. Tracy Bonner, thank you so much for joining us. We so, so appreciate you. But just remember, you're more than welcome. Just remember, you can always get the Living Strong podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Alrighty, until next time, my name is Kim Sellers. This has been the Living Strong Podcast.